Well, one of these works. What's up, everybody? It's Keefe. It is time for another ghostcoldmag.com weekly. Ritual Zacharuni is here on Instagram. I'm gone from my picture. Add me back to the stream. Put on the view. I'm not sure what's going on here. Here I am. Okay. <laughs> Kyle Pile 90 is here. You are watching Ghost Cult Mag's weekly rock and metal news show. We're going to give you the housekeeping of the show in one second. If you're here, thanks. If you're here for the first time, extra thanks. Feel free to like and subscribe. It helps us keep the lights on, believe it or not. This is streaming all over the web. The best experience for this show is always, always, always Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, in that order, as well as Instagram and TikTok. If you're here on the gram and the talk, I will try hard to get you some questions answered. Uh, we're not doing any drinking games or fun stuff today. I am in the scandalous official is here. I am in the ghostcultmag.com East Coast headquarters, aka the home of the co-owner of Ghost Cult Mag, Omar Cordy. I'm, st I'm stoked to be here. I've been working from here all week. I'm traveling back east to do some personal stuff as well as reconnect with my former and lifelong hometown, New York City. Eating all the pizza, meeting all the friends, going to all the shows. It's been pretty amazing, I got to say. Getting a lot of love. It's humbling. Uh, you kind of get the feeling of uh, what they will think about you when you are gone. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. That's that's where it's at. Here is Ghost Cult Mag. Let's hit the ticker. There we go. At Ghost Cult Mag on all the, sh on the socials there at the bottom. Let's do the uh, layout of the show. Feel free to drop comments. I do see them all. I can respond to them in somewhat real time. We're doing some experimental shit we've never done before here in the show as far as a live stream. We've got a second camera to bring in later in the show for a cool feature. And we're just trying to shake things up and be more creative. Harold from Fall of the Albatross is here. Great to see you, Harold. I hope I run into you while I'm back home here in New York for a, a little spell. Um, yep. Let's pin this goal on the TikTok. Give us some, give us some encouragement. Give us some gifts. We're gonna do all the things. So uh, let's add the deck to the stream. And let's do the funky layout and see if it works. So I'm kind of on this side. Let me try the layout another way because that's blocking my face. Uh, come this way. I'm not in the shot. I'm in the shot. Oh, well, already off the rails. Let's try something else. Now, let's see. Nope. Well, Bob. You could do that way. That's not terrible. I forget I was in a hotel room last week, kind of on the other side of the you know, this kind of extreme angle. I don't know. We'll fake it till we make it, everybody. Uh, but anyway, if you're new here to the show, let's just run it down. Uh, this is the housekeeping of the show. Here's basically the layout. Here's the greeting. I'm doing it. Then we run through some announcements, sometimes some bad news, sometimes some good. We talk about the features here 
for this week of the show. And um, then we get into some festivals. We got a bit of festival news this week. Some going on right now. Some announced some coming up. We kick on some major tours and shows and one-offs and stuff we're interested in. Then we hit you with the major news stories of the week. It's usually about 10 to 15. Then we run down the new music out today for New Music Friday. It is officially Friday everywhere in the world, but the West Coast, where I came from. And then uh, we bring it on home with something cool for my mailbag. And I got something cool in the mailbag, even on this coast. I'm getting razzed over text message from my band in a group thread. Good job, guys. Definitely good job. All right, got a little bit of light bleed here on the TikTok. See what I can do about that. But anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. I appreciate you all for stopping on by. So <clears throat> this is, oh, that's the wrong slide. Hopefully I got the right deck in there. Yep, I do. So, uh, you know, as we customarily do start the week with some tough news, you are looking, if you're watching this on the other streaming channels, I have the deck and the view of stuff. You might not know the name Jerry Moss, but you surely know A&M Records. Jerry Moss was the co-founder of A&M Records with legendary jazz trumpeter Herb Alpert. A&M Records went on to have a 50, 60-year career in the record industry as a label. They were bought by Polygram. There was some drama with the, the sale of Polygram as Jerry and Herb continued to manage the label. Surely you know the greatest acts of all time on the label. Uh, absolutely, Soundgarden would be the number one in my mind in terms of heavy music. And uh, yes, TikTok is uh, not being monitored by the Chinese government, everybody. But uh, yeah, uh, probably some of the greatest artists of all time. Uh, Quincy Jones, Herb Alpert, Burke Bacharach, Liza Minnelli, Rita Coolidge, Gino Vanelli, Wes Montgomery, uh, Tony Basil, Paul Williams, Joan Baez, Phil Ox, Gene Clark, and so many more. Uh, those are some of the early artists. And then, you know, just tremendous artists all the way up until the 90s and the 2000s. So pretty killer. Uh, Jerry passed away. He was very philanthropic. He donated $25 million to a uh, concert venue in Los Angeles. His wife is going to continue his philanthropic endeavors. So that's, I think that's pretty neat. Uh, rest in power, Jerry Moss. Uh, also just found out tonight, shout out to my man FUBU for telling me over text message, Gary Young, the longtime drummer of Pavement, passed away after a long illness. The news was broken on social media by Steve Malcolmus of Pavement. Um, we don't own a photo of Pavement or Gary Young, and if you try to take one off the internet, you'll be sued out of existence. So I just have this tweet here for you to appreciate. Um, great drummer. Uh, Pavement, one of the, you know, if there was a Mount Rushmore of alternative rock bands, I think Pavement would get an argument for the fourth spot. Uh, they're pretty, they're pretty incredible. Um, also... You know these iconic images of the Sex Pistols, their logo, the God Save the Queen album cover or a single cover. But, you know, perhaps you don't know the name of the guy who created it, and that is Jamie Reed. Jamie Reed is a British artist. He came up in the punk scene, 
He was an associate of Malcolm McLaren, and he did the sort of like uh, kidnapping note style Sex Pistols logo with the shocking pink and yellow, which were not typical colors used in most rock logos and band colors. And he did all their early singles also. So that really helped identify the style of the band, along with Vivian Westwood and Malcolm McLaren dressing the band. Uh, you know, I think there are some more important bands in punk rock history than the Sex Pistols, but still very cool and very important. Rest in peace, J.B. Reed, who died this week. So that is the major announcements. Let's see what else. We also are still supporting the Solidarity Voices charity comp, supporting the Teamsters in San Francisco, specifically UPS. Even after they make an agreement at some point, there's still always a need to replenish the coffers and support working people. So we're all about this. This compilation is fire across a bunch of genres, hardcore punk, noise rock, singer-songwriters, metal, death metal, all kinds of stuff. And you're going to be hearing a lot about fine chamois records from Ghost Cult in the future. So stay tuned. Also, also just in case you're into music history, which some of you are if you're watching this show, uh, this was really fun. Two days ago, the Ramones played their first ever public concert at CBGB's in 1974. And I just happened to be at the Rivington recording studio rehearsals rooms uh, in yesterday. And there's this bureau of Joey Ramone painted on the staircase ceiling. So it was pretty, I was like, oh, isn't this uh, very coincidental? Otto Huey is here. What's up? What's up? Good to see you. Thanks for watching our show, our new show. Going to bring you all the finest information about rock and metal and associated genres this week. So also in music history, Bloody Kisses by Typo Negative turned 30 years old. If you want to feel old and you remember when this came out in a CD long box, you are old AF, everybody. So yeah, um, pretty damn old, if you ask me pretty old so bloody kisses we're gonna be doing some typo negative content in the next couple of days as a celebration it's a busy day today between work and ghost cult so we'll get to it mm -mm -mm. if you're watching here on youtube thank you because we just got past four thousand followers on youtube this is pretty great for us. We're a small channel. We're a pretty decent website with a nice size following. Over 1.6 million unique watchers and viewers of our website every year and more and growing. We've got about 54,000 followers on social media across all these crazy platforms we'll talk about in a second. But YouTube, thanks for being here. A lot of you came here from High Lung, from interviews with... Overkill from recent interviews with Johnny Kelly of Typo Negative fame, from interviews with Fat Mike of No Effects. You know, we hit the whole gamut of metal. Uh, the Tardy Brothers from Obituary recently. So many cool interviews and so many more to come. We've been killing it with the interviews. A lot of stuff going on. All righty. Uh, so, yeah, we're on X for better or worse. I think I said Twitter before, didn't I, in the pavement story? Uh, yeah, it's X or whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Do you care? No one cares. Uh, we're on threads, but I'm not really, we're not doing much there yet. 
Uh, we're on Discord and Reddit if you want to skip some of these social channels and just subscribe to our feed and get an instant feed of all our stories and all our social posts and all these videos. Personally, I like Reddit the most, but people seem to really like Discord. Alexander the King is here. You have a very kingly name, Alexander. I like it. I like your name. Anybody's got a cool name on social media, cool handle, I'm going to shout it out. I'm at Ghost Cult Mag or at Ghost Cult Keefe for all the things. At Ghost Cult Mag is our general tag for everything, all our sites, all our socials, our main news source. And I have my own personal account also at Ghost Cult Keefe. Also, we're on Twitch. If you're watching this on Twitch, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Give us a sub. We are trying to boost those numbers. All right, you may be metal, but you'll never be as metal as Kerry King and Jeff Hanneman eating McDonald's before a gig. Rest in power, Jeff Hanneman. We're big fans. All right, on to the features. That's what that meme means. It's features time. Here's all the big things we are doing this week at Ghost Call Cool Stuff. This photo, if you're watching this, is the Boneless Ones. The Boneless Ones are the skate punk, legendary skate punk band from Oakland, California. It now features members of Forbidden and formerly Machine Head and a bunch of other bands in it. Those guys are playing Dynamo Festival in the Netherlands this weekend. We've covered the festival in the past, not this year, but we will in the future. And I interviewed their frontman, Max Fox, all about it. He's incredible. Great guy. He's got an awesome merch company. If you're a band and you need merch, especially out there, check him out. Although he's going to be on the road for a minute overseas doing this big festival. They're playing with Megadeth and Trivium and In Flames. And it's going to be so sick. And I'm happy for them. And he's a cool guy. It's actually, this interview is also kind of like a uh, a lesson on Bay Area punk and the Gilman scene, as well as thrash metal history, because they're kind of entwined, believe it or not. So if you love your Bay Area thrash and your Bay Area East Bay punk, this is your band. This is your guy. This is your interview to watch. Check it out here on the channel. It'll be linked in the description when the show is over. Also, also, this is Fuming Mouth. Fuming Mouth was interviewed by our own Rage and Rosie at Milwaukee Metal Fest at the comeback of M Milwaukee Metal Fest. And she interviewed Mark Whalen, the front man. And they talked all about their touring and him beating cancer. And their hardcore roots and a whole bunch of other cool stuff, including the new Fuming Mouth album that's coming later this year. He gave us a little bit of a scoop on it. So you definitely want to listen to that. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we have a podcast, the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. And uh, we'll give you some more intel about that in a second. I also was a guest on the Talking the Talk with Don. You might be familiar with Southeast of Heaven, a blog formerly known as the Great Southern Brain Fart. But also Southeast of Heaven is a blog and a book by a good friend of mine. And uh, guy's incredible. And I did his podcast. And uh, we'll be back on again. We talked about the music business and the music industry and music journalism and writing about music and real critique of music and you know what's appropriate and what's not. And uh, some funny stories from our shared history of being friends online for over 10 years. Redefining Darkness, one of the best labels in America for extreme metal is here. Everybody go follow Redefining Darkness if you're watching this right now. Now. Not, not later. Now. I give you permission to leave the stream, go follow them, and come back. Tony Joe is here. What's up, Tony Joe? 
it's I was thinking about you, Tony Joe. We were uh we were talking about uh I was hanging out after Mismore in Brooklyn the other day. I'm back in New York City for a week or so, and I uh went to Mismore and then I went to Batushka. We'll talk about Batushka in a second, back to back nights. And uh, we were talking, I bumped into some people I met at Psycho when I met you. Some other friends, some other New Yorkers who were uh, psycho people. A lot of questions about whether that's coming back or not. I really hope it does. But anywho, I was on this podcast. Check it out. It's on YouTube. But it might be on where all the podcasts are also. Well, once again, Ghost Call Magazine podcast. There's invariably this show will be a podcast. There are other interviews on the podcast that you can't get anywhere else, including the very controversial right now, punk band Scowl. I did a real recent interview with them. I interviewed Kitty. There's a whole bunch more interviews from Rage and Rosie coming from Milwaukee Metal Fest. More and more interviews to come. Uh, this show, once again, will also be a podcast. We also rep the Heavy Business Podcast, where I was a guest just recently. Um, there was supposed to be a slide, but a cool picture of me from the Heavy Business Podcast. But I'll link that in the description, too, where I talk about the music industry. And if you have a band, how to get passive income, literally do very little work and get income coming to you as a band. It's how Ghost Cult succeeds and makes a little bit of money on the side to help pay the bills. Uh, affiliate marketing and active things is not a scam. It's legitimate. And uh, you can turn your following, your social media following into money. To be honest, it's not a scam. I promise you. Uh, also, also, I am the co-host of the Glacially Musical Podcast, Beer, Metal, and Swearing, sometimes hockey, sometimes some nerd culture stuff. And we are continuing our series on Cannibal Corpse. We're back at the metal. We took a little break for like a month and a half to talk about some rock bands. And now we're back talking about metal. Second episode on the early era of Cannibal Corpse, Eaten Back to Life. Incredible album. You know that already. But do you know the backstory? Do you know all the nuances? Do you know the secrets and lies all around the album? You don't, unless you listen to this podcast, Glacially Musical. Glacially Musical, with host Nick Cameron and I, the co-host, Ghost Cult Keefe. We're also going to have a special new episode on Tuesday, a, a special supplemental episode where we interview nerdcore rapper Megaran, which was amazing. We'll talk about that more next week, but if you if you sub, you'll find us on Tuesday and check out the Megaran interview. He's mad cool. Uh, we did a whole conversation about hip-hop and nerdcore and nerd stuff he also likes metal and talk about some metal he likes and how he listens to, to music and collects vinyl and who he supports and why really cool stuff and then we'll be back next week a week from tomorrow with another cannibal corpse episode so i'm stoked just uh speaking of affiliates and affiliate marketing let's talk about merch bar merch bar is our affiliate partner and affiliate partner for this episode of the show and many episodes lately you're a metalhead. You got the metal shirts. You got the metal hats. You got all the metal stuff. But why don't you get it at a discount instead of pay it full price? And also get officially licensed merch from the bands that the money goes to the bands, not some scam ass place that you know made a bunch of fake merch. So Merch Bar is your source. And if you use our link in the description, which is in the description right now on all the socials at our link tree, you can get a permanent discount every time you shop with our link. So it's really a win-win. I gotta tell you, merch bar. They got vinyls. I got a bunch of these. They got shirts. I got a bunch of these. It's pretty killer. So, yep, definitely merch bar for all your needs. Autopsy, great album, by the way. Soup on TikTok. I love Autopsy. 
love them so much. Uh, who are your favorite death metal bands of all time? We did Cannibal Corpse. We will probably do some more. We did an episode a while back that was like a we do in between series episodes called Chasers. Get it, beer, and then a chaser. And uh, we did the Mount Rushmore death metal. That's another good episode. I should probably link in the description. I'm quiet here on the comments. Let's go. Ask me some questions. Pick my brain. My knowledge is yours. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, use my knowledge, I beg of you. So anyway, it's time to talk about music festivals. We're a little behind schedule. I'm going to step it up now dramatically. Hi, Brian Sims. How are you? So here is the music festival news this weekend taking place in the UK. If you're not already there, you're probably not going. But you should know Arc Tangent Fest, the amazing festival, takes place every summer in the UK. Our man, Duncan Evans, who also makes incredible music at Duncan Evans Music on all the socials, I believe, except X, Highlung, Converge, Deaf Heaven, Igor, Swans, Pigs, Time Seven, uh, Loathe, Caven, Enslaved, so many killer bands, four days of music. It's going to be pretty incredible. I'm getting razzed again over... Ha ha ha. Talk about Pantera and Scranton. Again, my my lead vocalist of my band, how about you come on a channel and drop a comment? But yes, I so in the last three weeks, in the last two weeks, three, in the last two and a half weeks, I saw Metallica in New Jersey with uh, Pantera, Mammoth, WVH, and Prong, which was maybe even the highlight of the whole show for me beside Metallica, but it was a pretty great show. Uh, then I saw Pantera do a headline show, which was even better than the arena show a couple of days later with Lamb of God and Child Bite, who is a killer band we have also interviewed here on the channel. And uh, I said to my friends privately, I was like, I think it was so weird for me to see. I saw Pantera so many times in medium sized clubs and arenas that it was kind of weird for me to see them in a giant stadium, no pun intended, that MetLife Stadium is the former giant stadium football stadium where the Giants and Jets play, but MetLife, the one time I saw Pantera in a giant stadium was at the old giant stadium during OzFest 1997, headlined by Ozzy with a little Black Sabbath encore. Um, it was Ozzy, Pantera, Marilyn Manson, very controversial at the time, uh, Typo Negative, Fear Factory, and I think Machine Head headlined the second stage. And they only got they got cut off after three songs, and I think Rob Flynn fucking blew a gasket, bro. But uh, yep, Ozfest, man. I I still hope they will bring it back. I don't know if they can do it. The one they did without Ozzy was not successful, and I really don't know if Ozzy should tour anymore. I know he really wants to, but yeah, uh, seeing Pantera in a big it was you know they were great. By the way, I know people are questioning whether they should play, but they were great. And um, Charlie Benante and Zach Wilde did their thing, man. And especially Charlie, his drums are mic'd and triggered just like Vinnie Paul's. They sound amazing. And Zach said he wasn't going to do everything no for no, but he really did like cover 85, 90% of dime stuff pretty much no for no, except some of the solos, which he played his way because he's a legend himself. He's, you know, and Zach was his brother. You know, maybe it's complicated for him a little bit. I bet it is. Uh, and the shows were great. And then I came to 
New York after another week in Pennsylvania, hanging with my be my bestie, my BFF, Curtis Dunlap, also from Ghost Cult. And then I came here to New York, and I immediately went to the Black Metal Show. And the next night, I went to the Black Metal Show, and I saw a lot of people I haven't seen in a while since I moved away three years ago to San Francisco. So it was pretty amazing. And, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. FUBU, jump in the comments on Facebook. Like, log in and comment or comment on your girlfriend's account if you're a weirdo. I don't know what your problem is, but uh, it's weird. I can't answer my texts and do this competently. It's making the show go longer. Arctangent Fest. Also, also, let's talk a bit about RPM Fest. So we've been talking about this every week. This is coming up in a two weeks. Ghost Cult is one of the sponsors. If you look very, very carefully at the poster, you can see that we are one of the sponsors. And look, I have a poster right here to hold up and show you. Look at this festival. Look at this. This is really cool. And where is our, our logos here on the bottom? Right here. Right here. Going to put it right on the fridge. That's me. That's us. That's kind of funny. Um, damn it, Danica. You know what's happening here? A rock and metal news show. If you like rock and metal, you came to the right place because that's what all we're going to talk about for the remaining 40 minutes of the show or less. But uh, thanks for being here. Hang out with us and uh, check us out. Thanks. Um, so in it, let's, let's just talk a little bit about the RPM Fest Festival, right? So this is September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at a... It's taking place in Western Massachusetts, maybe about an hour away from Albany and the New York City, the uh, New York State border. Tickets and other information are available at rpmfest.org. Get it right. All the socials are RPM at RPM Fest. It is a three-day heavy music and camping festival, 35-plus rock, punk, and metal bands, food trucks, craft beer, who some great craft breweries are the sponsors, um, vendors, after parties, burlesque, dancing, drag shows, pro wrestling, and even more entertainment, games, karaoke, yoga. I guarantee you I'm going to do some metal karaoke, and I'm going to funk it up, I promise. I cannot wait. And so here's the lineup. September 1st, Black Tusk, Living Wreckage, Bone Church, Casket Rats, Restless Spirits, Chokeout, Bent and Bellower. I may not read these full lineups for day two and three, but I'm going to give it a shot. Weed, day two, September 2nd, Weed Eater headlining, a Wilhelm scream, we're back from the dead, King Parrot all the way from Australia, Rebuilder, High Reaper, great band, Stoner Doom band, Killerkin, Freedom Hawk, love them, Killer Hearts, Vi Queen, Fires in the Distance, the band we've covered here at Ghost Cult. Metal Gods Radio is here. Metal Gods Radio is here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for being here. Uh, also on day two of RPM Fest, Graveborn, Mix Jaguar, The Freaks, Goblet from New England, Mothman Apparatus, and Power Up. I hope I said that correctly. It looks like the ACDC Power Up stylization. Day three features the incredible Moontooth in one of their first few shows. They've played a couple of times, but this is really another first for them to come back and play this festival. First festival back since Nick Lee's illness last summer. Johnny Booth blowing up in the hardcore world. Aversed killer progressive metal band, progressive death metal band from Massachusetts. Thought Crimes, incredible. Former members of Dillinger Escape Plan and some other math rock bands. Earthgrown's Death Lehem. Bonganator, Limousine Beach, Goblin Hovel, Karate Steve, 
Jeopardy, Brain Famine, and Glass Divide. And maybe some more will get added at the last second, but I'm stoked for this. And we I'm really glad we're a part of this. It's really cool. So that's RPM Fest moving along. Also announced today, Metal Injection. You already know Metal Injection is throwing their very first festival in mid-September in Anaheim, California. Headlined by Testament, Machine Head, Fear Factory, Cavaleras, uh, Exhumed, and many others. Uh, Fear Factory is playing a special obsolete and demanufacture set. Cavaleras are playing, obviously, their brand new reimagined versions of Bestial Devastation and Morbid Visions. The Metallic Cave is here. I hope you have a Metallica-themed channel or just metal, but we just talked about Metallica, and there's some more Metallica coming up because Metallica all the time. That's what we do. Uh, Dio, Dia de los Deftones number four has been announced for Petco Park in San Diego. Big Deftones fan. Spread Eagle is here. Hello, Spread Eagle. I haven't seen you in a while. We interviewed you before the pandemic at Sony Hall in New York City. And it was a great time. And I loved hanging out with y'all. So I hope you're doing well. Uh, but Dio de los Deftones features. Let's uh, look at it in the big font so I can actually see this because I don't have my reading spectacles. Deftones 100 Gex, who I just saw at Sick New World, along with Deftones Knock Loose, Dewitchy, Pinback. Wow, that's a deep cut there for, for a band, hardcore band. Pieri, Ryle who is an up-and-coming band with a new album coming soon, and The Homies in Capra, who I love. I love you, Capra. New album announced coming soon for Metal Blade. Uh, tickets are on sale today. I think this is the pre-sale image. The full on-sale is today. I would love to go cover this or have us cover it. Here it goes, Cold. I hope it happens. That'd be kind of cool. Um, Epic Down is... Epic Down joined. Oh, Epic Down is here. That's it. Sorry, I'm trying to... Your hashtags confuse me. Um, TikTok seems a little quiet. Instagram's got a little bit of activity. Not sure what's going on here on the tube of you. But anyway, you might be seeing this as a rebroadcast. You might be seeing this in real time. I appreciate anyone who's here. All righty. Uh, Reading and Leeds Festival is next week in the UK. Um, two of the oldest festivals in existence. Mostly pop and rock, but uh, headliners include Sam Fender, Foles, Billie Eilish, Imagine Dragons, Killers, Louis Capaldi, a couple of others. There's always a, a couple of Meet Me at the Altar. There's always some some hardcore and, and knock looses on there, Mother Mother. There's some some bands always sneak in that you would least expected. Uh, Leeds is basically the same lineup inverted, more or less. So that's kind of cool. Uh, might be fun to go someday. This is cool, though, if you love hardcore. The 10th annual FYA Festival is taking place January 6th, 7th, uh, January 6th and 7th, 2024 in Tampa at Brian Glazer uh, Arena. It's like a small theater or something. Trapped Under Ice reunited a few years ago. They are the headliners. I can't read some of these names. Sumai. Twitching Tongues, they were returning to activity. Very cool. Pain of Truth, Incendiary, Military Gun, Mind Force, Gridiron. Um, Dying Fetus, though, is, yeah, Dying Fetus is co-headlining with Trapped Under Ice, basically. Uh, one extreme death metal band, and the rest of it is mostly 
metallic hardcore, Gridiron, Koyo, Great Band, All for All, Balmora, Big Boy, Burning Lord, Collateral, Combust, Dead Set, uh, Haywire, Hold My Own, hopefully named for the Biohazard song, Weapon X, Final Agony. Tickets are on sale today, Friday, August 18th, as I record this. But if you're watching on the rebroadcast, fyax.eventbrite.com. And I'll link that maybe in the description too. Word. All right. Moving this along. So, Mayfest, so, there we go. Beyond the Gates just had, oh, everybody gets hurt. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Beyond the Gates uh, just happened a couple of weeks ago. They put their early bird tickets on sale. They sold out in a day or a day and a half. It's like, it never happened before in the history of the festival. So now they put their gold level passes on sale. Those will also invariably sell out. Beyond the Gates always has extreme black and metal, black metal, black and death metal, all varieties of extreme metal. And it's it's in Norway and it pretty much rules. So I highly recommend it. I'd like to go someday to that too. I can't decide if I want to go to Inferno Fest in the spring because I feel like Norway in the spring would also be like grimmer than the summer. But uh, who knows? Maybe next year. I need to find a way to do like a month in in Europe. Just go to all the metal festivals for a month. All right. Anyway, moving this forward. Concert time. All right. That was, that was a little bit long for the festival. It was a little bit of sidetracking. So let's move, step it up considerably. Uh, of course, Metallica, week three of the Metallica M72 tour. This week, Arlington, Texas. Uh, there are killer bands in the parking lot, including Fugitive, which we have a story about in a minute. You know, got to respect the the flow of the Legend Status Band putting on some lesser known bands and even some other veteran metal bands in other cities that normally wouldn't get this kind of shine. So I appreciate it. Metallica is going to do the Metallica takeover of Arlington Film Festival, book signing, events, pop up shops, everything, all the all the things. All the things. I am going to see Metallica again later in the year. We'll talk about that when the time comes. Oh, also, uh, I have another Metallica bit of news in a little bit. I'll just hold on to it for now. But uh, Batushka kicked off their headline tour of North America. Uh, can't quite tell you which Batushka it is. It's not Batushka with Bartholomew, so it's the other Batushka. But uh, it was an interesting show. I had never been to Brooklyn Monarch. There'll be a full review and photos on our site, I got to hang out for the first time ever with ghost cultist Rebecca Page. Uh, amazing photographer, cool people, cool person. And I uh, was a uh, storm ruler from St. Louis who rules. Swallow the Sun, who's amazing, and Batushka. It was a little weird show. New to the venue. Really familiar with the venue that much. And uh, so I need to really gather my thoughts about that review. Okay, let's see what else. Death Heaven, in case you missed it, big Sunbather 10th anniversary tour. They're doing some one-offs and exclusives, but also they're doing a U.S. tour starting in Chicago right around Thanksgiving and ending, I believe, in Los Angeles, so in, in Southern California for later in the year. So pretty cool. Maybe like 10 dates plus some festivals. Fear Factory has announced the Disrupt Tour, some headline dates around their support shows with Lacuna Coil. So before they go on tour with Lacuna Coil, 
Fear Factory and Lions at the Gate are going to do a, a run together, and then they're going to join the Lacuna Coil tour. So a lot of stuff coming from Fear Factory. I have some people in the comments. My man is here, Devin. What is up, brother? What is up? I'm in New York City, and I'm hoping to go to Boston next week and hang with some homies, but uh, including RPM Fest. Um, Check out this band, Deluge, if you haven't heard of them. They do just got the latest album, Discover Them at Helsinki Metal Fest. Rad, who else played at Helsinki Metal Fest? I was just talking about coming to Europe and how I'd like to spend a month in Europe. I kind of need to get to all these Scandinavian countries, but I'm kind of overdue for a visit to England where Ghost Cult has a huge foothold, and I need to kind of see my people and spend some time with them. So uh, your Fear Factory tour is coming. I imagine it's morning where you are, Devin. It's... uh. 12.34 a.m. on the East Coast, where I am right now. So Megadeth has added additional shows to their headlining tour. Five new shows. Good for them. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, who played at Helsinki Metal Fest? Emperor, I Am Morbid, Watain, Dark Funeral, and a bunch of others. I just saw a Dark Funeral in San Francisco. They were sick. Um... Emperor, I love. I saw them last summer. I did not get to see them on this brief run in the States. I am morbid. We already know. Watain, very well known to us. Very cool, brother. Very cool. Send me your music. I want to hear your music. That's who I want to hear about. Uh, but yeah, Megadeth, new concert shows. War has announced a big headline tour. This is amazing. Uh, what is this? The uh, This is the... Gore has booked the Age of Imbeciles tour featuring Negative Approach, X-Cops, which is a sideband of Gore and Cancer Christ, starting in October at Hampton Beach and then or ending in Orlando, Florida. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. 18 dates, basically in 20 days. Really cool. No days off. Gore. Just pushing and pushing New Dark Ages, uh, that album on Metal Blade out now. And all the things Gore, Bezermain is here. Bezermain? I'm sorry if I said that incorrectly. Uh, it's coming, lyric writing, and then the final process recording. Killer, bro. I'm so excited. Uh, yep. All right. It's cool. Keep me posted. A lot of stuff coming. Uh, this is a cool tour. Uh, the Legend Agency presents. This is kicking off in about two or three weeks, right after, during Labor Day weekend, Summoner Circle and Eshtador. So this is a killer band. I'm pretty sure that Eshtador is a Lord of the Rings reference. Summoner Circle, uh, the From Beyond tour. Uh, really cool. Really cool tour. Starting in Brooklyn and ending in Richmond at the end of the month. So very cool. Very, very cool. Let's see who else. So here's some local New York shows I became aware of hanging out in New York City this week. So TBI, which is a very cool, a very cool place, has hosting our friends Rebelmatic with slashers in, in circles this Saturday, to, tomorrow, as we record this, August 12th. If you're in the vicinity, go check it out for some killer metal, as well as Black Emoji, who I snuck into the Black Emoji rehearsal yesterday and it was fresh and that's taking place at elsewhere in brooklyn which is a pretty big venue they signed to a new record deal last year and i am fairly stoked on black emoji new music coming eventually so very excited 
Yep, still on the Gorg slide, so in a circle, black emoji, Rebelmatic, very good, very good. All right, Pixies continue their massive tour of the U.S. and the world. They're in New York City and New Jersey this week. I would really love to go see them. Seems not feasible. Uh, yep, there's that big uh, Tribes of the Moon Festival this weekend, which show me the body and all the uh, Flat Spot Records bands. Kind of cool, kind of cool. If you like hardcore. Uh, all right, that's all the tours and festivals. Let's kick off the regular news and see if I can blast through the last 35% of the show. Okay. And I'm, I have the side camera. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right. Guns N' Roses. We talked about them last week kicking off their tour. They just released their brand new song, Perhaps. I believe it is going on streaming today. Perhaps as a leftover from the original Chinese democracy recording sessions. Could have been 1998, could have been 2005, could have been 2007. But perhaps as a reimagining of a demo, that's what they've been doing. They've been releasing these reimaginings of demos. Slash and Duff have both promised new Guns N' Roses music at some point. They've begun to write. In the meantime, they're clearing the decks and what they've been doing. I think it's kind of cool. You take these kind of forgotten songs that Axel did, re-envision them with the whole band, and then they play them on tour. So that's what they did with Hard School. And it sounds like JR, man. Like, you know, and I love the chat. Actually, to be honest with you, I know. Chinese democracy is very controversial. The stuff live sounds great. I'm a big fan. I really, uh, my homeboy Fahad, who does some of our uh, music, the headbanging princess is here. Hello, hello. Thanks for passing by. Uh, my homie Fahad went to see Guns. I wish I had gone. I may still get to see them this year. We'll see. Jury's out. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. I saw Guns twice in the last six, seven years, and they were great both times. I know that's not everybody else's experience. All right, Metallica, as I promised you, Metallica, in addition to their tour and Metallica Takeover, this weekend is the Metallica Global Cinema event where they are live streaming their concert from Arlington, Texas, both Friday and Sunday in theaters around the globe. Trafalgar Releasing is the British company that puts on these live events, these huge movie events. I am going. I am going to see night one because that's the night that I saw. See if the set list is any different. I cannot have the time to go both nights, but I'm going to try to go tomorrow in Astoria, Queens. So if you see me, give me a, a crisp high five. I don't know what I'll be wearing, but I'll be wearing something black probably and some kind of cool trucker hat. So wear my usual uniform of being a metalhead. This is Anders Colsafini, the original vocalist of Slipknot. He gave an interview. He's about to tour Down Under, and he gave an interview where he talked openly about uh, his favorite Slipknot song and how he would love to collaborate with the current band of Slipknot. Um, you know, Donnie Steele has come in and out of Slipknot as a member at times or a live participant and uh, Anders has never really reunited with the band, to my knowledge. He is going to perform all of the lost demo of Slipknot, Mate, Feed, Re Mate, Kill, Feed, Repeat. 
believe that's correct. It goes for like $700 on eBay. And uh, Anders is going to perform this live with a band. And he is more stuff in the works. So pretty cool. Joaquin Carcass is here. Hello, Joaquin. Great to see you. Empty Glass Productions is here. Nice to see you too. Welcome to the Rock and Metal News Show. Guys are quiet on TikTok for a change. I'm used to getting like abused and harshed the whole show from TikTok. So this is uh, a bit of a break without you guys here. Great. Uh, but anyway, Anders Colsofini. Uh, do you want to see Anders collaborate with the current incarnation of Slipknot? Drop a comment and let me know. Also, also from the great uh, Orbit Comics, uh, Black Sabbath is getting an origin story comic book series, which sounds really great. Uh, felt it was a little disrespectful. This is a illustration of the famous press photo of the three members of Black Sabbath without Bill Ward, the other three. So this is kind of hurts me a little bit to see that this is what they chose for the cover, but it looks really cool. I'm a big collector of comic books about metal bands and rock bands. I have quite a collection actually. You should see someday. Someday I'll maybe I'll do a big video on it. My collection. I have Metallica Tool. Shout out to my man Ken Pierce of Piercing Metal for giving me that tool comic. I hunted down and ordered a bunch. Some of them I spent quite a penny for. Others I just came to me pretty cheap. Pretty cool stuff. Uh this is my favorite meme maybe ever, Flat Earth. So John Schaefer, man, we got to talk about John Schaefer of Ice Earth fame and also of the January 6th insurrection against America. So John Schaefer has a sentencing date now, uh, which is going to be buh, 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 February 20th, 2024. Uh, the U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta picked that date. John, John had kind of ratted on his brothers in the Oathbreakers. I'm sure he's not going to be welcome back to their coffee clutches and Kool-Aid meetings and punch and pie gatherings. But uh, we're going to get us a, a sentencing just to give you a little idea of what the sentences look like for the so far 540, 560 or 70 people who've been charged. Uh, one person, a judge made a handed down an 18 year prison sentence to Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the Oath Keepers. For his involvement, and as part of the plea agreement Schaefer made in 2021, in the spring, he is committed to cooperate with them. So maybe his penalty will be much less. We'll find out. That's the only the only thing I have to say about that guy. I uh, was formerly a fan of Ice Earth and Demons of Wizards. Bummer. Big bummer. Dillinger Compound 2010 is here. Hello, hello. I uh. You might have been interested in a news item I dropped a little earlier, the Dillinger Compound, about Thought Crimes, which has Billy Reimer in it and some other math rock people. So now after that story, I need some relief. So uh, also sent to me by my homie Ken Pierce of Piercing Metal. This is an amazing story. Uh, go head over to Britney Spears' Instagram channel and maybe here on TikTok and watch her pole dance for a few minutes to Closer by Nine Inch Nails. She got a dance pole, a stripper pole, basically put in her album, in her home, and then she put on Nine Inch Nails to dance to. I think it's pretty rad. Um, Fubu, I talked about that album last week. Uh, speaking of Dillinger, Chris Kelleher is here. Hello, Chris Kelleher, 12. Uh, I was talking about that Seven Sons record. 
and the uh, instrumental string version. Uh, pole dancing and nine inch nails and getting divorced. That's 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 facts, kid. Uh, good, you know, I'm a Britney fan. I don't care. Um, she got a good voice. She had a good career. I have a really interesting, inappropriate Britney story for this channel, but maybe some other day. I'll do a private chat on it. Sound Exchange. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. We try to do some music business stuff sometimes. Sound Exchange is the company that is in charge of helping bands get paid for their streaming royalties and other things. They have sued Sirius XM to the tune of a quarter of a million dollars. That is not a little bit of money. Spotify might have a billions of dollars with a B. Sirius XM does not have a billion dollars of funds and revenue. So Sound Exchange is suing them for unpaid royalties for artists. This is some wild shit, bro. Um, it could put Sirius out of business. I'm, I'm sure it won't. They're going to settle, but like it's wild. And it makes me think that Sound Exchange is probably going to audit Spotify and probably audit TikTok. And they might just go on a suing spree if they're, you know, feel like they're not getting paid. Um, so, yeah. Let's see what else. We got, we got some viewers here popping in. Thanks for being here, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. All right. Looks like the YouTube is getting some viewers. Appreciate you. Drop a comment. Let me know you're here. Let me know you can hear me. All right. Mr. Jimmy is the upcoming documentary from the Abamarama Abramarama company. Sorry, I can't say that correctly. Mr. Jimmy is a documentary about Led Zeppelin co-founder Jimmy Page and his life and career and some other things. It looks really cool. It's going to get a global release all over the world next month and i hope to catch a screening while i'm here on the east coast maybe with some friends i love liz zeppelin as you know watch the show you know what i love and what i don't love this is sal abrascato uh former drummer of typo negative former drummer of life of agony and now former drummer of die humane he is out of the band the band posted a very long and lengthy post to social media. I will try to read some of it for you. Let's see if I can call it up. And there's no hard feelings. Um, Sal made their debut album, The Grotesque. We've interviewed the band. Everybody but Sal participated in that interview. I'm not sure if that's a telling thing or not. Um, you know, so let's just read this quickly. And I'm reading off my screen here, so don't get weird that I'm looking away, okay? At Die Humane on Instagram, if you want to play and follow along. Uh, it's probably time to go ahead and address this as we're starting to get asked about this. Um, Sal Abrascato is not currently in Die Humane anymore. Sal is a brother and a friend, and he drummed on our first album. He'll always be a huge part of our existence as a musical entity. Sal is on his own trip. He has his own life. This project was always based on, fuck it, let's make some music. Why not? Sal in no way needed us. That guy's bark on metal speaks for itself. I only wish you guys, the music fans, could actually know Sal as a person. He's genuinely a really, really good guy. Yeah, sure, he's the rude and crude guy from Brooklyn who tells it like it is, air quotes. But he's also the guy that always lights up a Christmas tree when he speaks about his wife and daughters. He is most naturally hilarious people on the planet. One of Nobody could stop laughing when Sal was around. He sounds like he's not dead, bro. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I, I think they mean well. They're they're making sure everybody understands how they feel about him. Um, there are zero negative feelings when it comes to Sal. Josh and Greg, two founding members of the band, are the biggest typo negative fans on the planet. And they, they recorded with Sal. It was a dream come true. And I firmly believe that was a huge reason he did it. That's who Sal is. Yada, yada, yada. Thanks for listening. Everybody show our boy some love in the comments. Die Humane, Josh, Rick, Garrett, and Greg. Um, Garrett is the singer. He used to be in a band in Nova Skyway. Great guy. I talked to him. Rick is, of course, Rick Hunolt, one of the early members of Exodus and longtime members of Exodus, incredible guitar player. And most of the comments seem positive. So I'm sure Sal is going to continue doing a pale horse named death and like the four other bands he's in. And those guys are going to find a new drummer. They were, we did talk about in my interview with die humane that they should not only tour, they should perform this album as an entire piece live in a, like a headline set with visuals and maybe actors and lighting and stuff. Cause a really creative album with a lot of weight to it. That's not just typical songs and out. So that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. Uh, Fugitive mentioned them earlier in the Metallica segment. Fugitive is OJ available. He's not available. He's the co-owner of Ghost Cult. He's busy editing my videos and running the business better than me. Uh, Fugitive, we talked about them earlier. That is the band comprised of former members of Power Trip, current members of Creeping Death, and other Texas hardcore luminaries. I saw them play. I saw them perform at Psycho Las Vegas, and they were incredible. They put out a recent single. Let's make sure we're still going good here. They put out a recent single, Blast Furnace, backed with Standoff. That is now getting a physical release on, I believe, I want to say 20 bucks spin. 20 bucks spin label. We had this news story up early. So very excited about this. This is going to sell out. So if you're a big collector of vinyl, this is the first physical stuff they've ever put out, I believe. Run, don't walk your little fingers to go get it. If you snooze, you lose. That's what they say. We're almost done here, folks. Almost done. Getting to the end. This is Candlebox. Candlebox is on their farewell tour. The Long Goodbye is their new album coming out soon. I interviewed Kevin Martin once again from Candlebox. Talked to him a couple of years ago. Really great guy. Um, fantastic interview coming up soon. They're touring through the end of the year. Probably going to be over at that point. If you never saw them and you want to see them, see them now. They will not be here forever. They put out a new single, actually. That's pretty badass. So check that out, too. Priest, which features early members of Ghost in their synthwave band, has participated in the Tribute to Ramstein album coming out from Cleopatra Records pretty soon. They have Laybach and a bunch of industrial metal people. And Priest has covered, perhaps, in arguably the best Ramstein song is not Duhast. It is Engel. And I will die on that hill. You come at me in the comments if you disagree. But I think Engel is actually the best Ramstein song next to Duhast and a few others. So Priest's cover of Engel is pretty cool. They added their frequent collaborator to do the female vocals in the song. I thought it was really cool. Good cover. I'm looking forward to this. I know Ramstein's a lot of controversy right now with them, but uh, still a celebrated and loved band. 
we'll see what happens with a, if the allegations are proven true. It's going to be kind of the end for those guys. My man, my man, Fubu says Ramstein is the greatest song. Do you mean like Ram two three four? That is like Ramstein. Ramstein. Is it that song? It could be that song. All right, moving on. This is thy art is murder. They just put out a new single. OMG, it's crushing. Big surprise. They have a new album coming out. I'm supposed to interview a member of the band. We have misconnected. One time we tried to chat. I would like to talk to the that band a lot. I've photographed them. I've covered them from the very beginning. I, I interviewed CJ briefly once, and we had a kind of bad connection, which is too bad because it was a fun interview. He's a good dude. The Sneaker King, CJ. Uh, here's Ghost, shot by the wonderful Annie Atlasman. She sometimes shows up on these things. On these live streams, she shot ghosts for us in Greece. She lives part-time in Greece and sometimes America. And so at a show on the current Ghost of Monomark tour in Arizona, due to a miscommunication with the security staff, they turned away anybody in masks and makeup, which is, I don't know, a third of the audience, dude. Like, what the actual fuck? Um You know what happens for a lot of these arena shows when they get metal is they get scared. I saw this with Tool where the uh the um where's the where did the Brooklyn Nets play? The uh is it the UBS arena? I don't remember. I moved away. I don't live here anymore. Uh Tool played there in 2019 and the day of the show the the arena hired like a bunch of like basically 200 kids. Barclay, that's it. Thanks. I knew it was some dumb bank, some evil bank. Is the name name the arena, Barclays Arena? Thank you. Um, so they hired a bunch of people the day of the show, and they really scared them into thinking like Tool fans are some bunch of maniacs. Now, I've seen Tool, and they're they are fans are a bunch of maniacs maniacs on drugs who can't hurt anybody but themselves. Uh, so they were very zealous about Tool's security policies, and I think the same thing happened. Here in Arizona, they saw Vikings scary and ghost Satanists scary. And they these guys were just literally kicking out people who paid $80, $90 for a concert ticket. Um, just kind of whack. Just saying. Just making sure my signal is good here. I don't know. Seems like it is. Hopefully, you guys still see me and hear me. All right, moving along. We're almost done. This is The Keening. The Keening is a brand new group featuring Rebecca Vernon, formerly of Sabrosa, long broken up and loved. Uh, if I was back in my old place and you saw my battle vest, I have a Sabrosa patch because I love the band so much. There's a couple of branches of the band that have broken off to do other things. The Keening has announced their debut album, Little Bird, coming October 6th on Relapse Records, very esteemed Relapse Records. And the album is produced by... Rebecca and her new collaborator, Nathan Carlson, of Witch Mountain and a few other bands and Nanotear Booking. So this is really great. Uh, they dropped the first single, uh, Little Bird, the title track. There's a video for it. It's pretty cool. Directed by 10 Seconds to Comply, who's done a lot of cool underground metal videos. Um, basically, it's the 
description of the album is Chamber Doom, which would be a good description for Sabrosa as well. I'm really excited about this. This is going to be really cool. I didn't know this was coming. This is a complete surprise to me. I literally didn't know about it. So I think it's kind of cool. I'm very into it. And, uh, yep. It was produ co-produced by Billy Anderson. You, If you know that name, you know everything you need to know. Billy Anderson and Nathan Carson produced the album, The Keening. We're into it. Reorders are live now. They're going to do a handful of shows in the Northwest, Pacific Northwest. Nothing coming down to my way. They are playing at Denver's Decibel Metal and Beer Fest. That's pretty cool. All righty. Almost done. This is one of the last show, last stories. All right. Time for some New Music Friday. New Music is out today. It's a huge day releases the next two weeks so if you have been waiting for certain things this is your time to shine uh there are some killer killer stuff coming out a new ep from betray you the moment you find your flame on spine farm that's your metalcore your metalcore and rock if you need some pop punk bearings we got a very good review of that band the best part about being human on pure noise records shout out to matt cook at Ghost Cult Beard on X or Twitter, whatever the hell. Boracha, Blurring the Lines of Reality on Cosmic Artifacts, Stoner, Desert Rock, Doom. Uh, also, Creek, C-R-E-K, not the other Creek. Depth, depth Perception on Prosthetic Records, sort of uh, early metalcore, new metal. Godthrim, we have an interview coming out with them probably a few weeks away. Their new album, Distortions, is out. Uh, incredible drony sludgy doom former members of valen fire and my dying bride incredible stuff jay wong 2015 is here what's up jay wong thanks for passing by I'm trying to read your comment here boom, 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 boom. i don't know why you're asking questions about movies in my live stream dumbass could you ask a question about music maybe all right. I mean, I could answer those questions, but all right. Um, Brick Purdy. I do not want to talk about 49ers quarterbacks, dude. Uh, I want to talk about the Giants, Danny Dimes. No, you had it right, Brick Purdy. Anyway, uh, moving along. Horrendous killer death metal band, OSDM-inspired ontological mysterium on season, uh, season of Miss Records. Imperial Tide on Mascot, Metallic Hardcore, Existence in Crisis EP, Movements for your big post-hardcore people, Ruckus on Fearless Records, great label, Fearless Records, big fan here. Orbit Culture is kind of a hype band on the Seek and Strike label. Descent is the album. It is straight up modern metal. Uh, I feel like I'm losing my stream here for a second. Hold on. Uh... TikTok just shit the bed. I don't know why. Because the bedtime mode came on my phone. There we go. I'm back. All right. Sorry, everybody. All right. Where was I? Orbit Culture. Ringworm. One of the greatest bands in metallic hardcore history. Ringworm's new album, Seeing Through Fire, is coming on their, their first album for Nuclear Blast. They've kind of been on every label except Nuclear Blast. So it's about time. They joined Nuclear Blast. I believe I'm interviewing Human Furnace next week, even though the album is out today. 
and a really excellent review by our own Reza Mills. Good job. Scumold, some folk mellow death from Scandinavia. Yiddelir is the album on Napalm Records, and that is also reviewed on the site. Spirit Adrift, Ghost at the Gallows on Century Media, big heavy metal record, reviewed by our own Steve Tovey. Uh, I believe coming. Worm Shepherd, The Sleeping Sun on Unique Leaders, Symphonic Deathcore. You know Unique Leader Records is always some kind of death metal, deathcore, symphonic death metal, something. Consistent is what they are. Uh, so that's Worm Shepherd. The excerpts, one more. Last record, Learning How to Live and Let Go on UNFD or Unified. It's sort of pop indie rock. And we have that as well. So lots of stuff to give you. And that's just what we covered. That's just a sampling of the albums out today, but some stuff you should consider spinning and checking out. There'll be a full list and in a video always on our YouTube, but there's always a full list on our site. It'll go up right after the show is over. Hey, the show is almost over. All right. So this is, we're going to try something wild. I already feel like I'm having some technical problems tonight. I'm going to try something a little out of the box, literally puns. I've got them. So if you're watching, check this out. I am going, I, for the mailbag segment this week, I got a cool album in the mail that is not out yet. It is this album, which is a, whoops, a reissue of Bless the Fall. And it is this record, Hollow Bodies, 10th anniversary album, Hollow Bodies. It includes Deja Vu, You Wear a Crown But You're No King, and featured cameos and Features by Lights, Jake Lurz of August Burned Red, and Stick to Your Guns. This, this is maybe arguably the heaviest Bless the Fall album. They sent me one in the mail. I'm going to do a further album review here on the channel and on our site. But I'm going to attempt to switch my camera and show you the unboxing angle. And I hope I got it right. I'm going to move this light over here. So we got a little more light on this direction. And I'm going to swap out the camera. Let's see what happens. Oh, I hope it works. And I think it worked. All right, it's a little too bright. There we go. That's not bad. I'm going to take a sip. I think it worked. Are you all seeing, if you're not on, if you're on Instagram and TikTok, I can't help you. Go over to YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, or Twitter and watch me unbox this puppy. There's my RPM Fest poster. So here, I got it in the mail. And look at this. Oh, wrong direction. Still in the plastic. I am on the road. I don't know what I'm going to do with this to get this into a Mylar. Normalize the Mylar. But here is the Bless the Fall Hollow Bodies reissue with the cool vanity sticker. Beautiful artwork. Uh, this guy is sealed up. I think this is the 180 gram black. Here's the track listing just in case. You're unfamiliar. Exodus, you wear a crown, but you're no king. Hollow bodies, title track, deja vu. Buried in these walls, see you on the outside. That's the back, by the way. Side, flip it over. Side two, young blood, standing on the ashes. Carry on, the sound of starting over and open water. And this is put out by Craft Recordings. Excellent Craft Recordings has been a great friend and partner to Ghost Cult, sending me a lot of killer vinyl and other things to review and unplug, uh, you know, just unpack and check out. I have a whole bunch of vinyl features coming soon. I'm going to open this shit when I do the proper review video. So just be patient. 
I can't spin it here anyway. No turntable here in New York yet. But um, won't be able to spin it till I get home. But I know the record pretty well from when it came out. I had a metalcore, not a phase, but I was reviewing it then. Tune back in to when I do the unboxing video. Um, but yeah, so all right. Now I'm going to try to flip it back to me for the end of the show. If I did this right, I'm going to be so stoked. I did it right. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty cool, guys. Um, so that's the show, pretty much. Uh, I love this final slide. Rock and roll was invented by a gay black man from Georgia. This is facts. Little Richard invented rock and roll, arguably. Uh, certainly there at the beginning. So pretty damn cool. All right. It's just me. If you made it to this part of the show, you know what time it is, the, the spiel that I say every week. Thanks for watching. We really deeply appreciate you. If you somehow made it here, you are a real one. I wish my homies on text would figure out how to jump in the comments. That would actually benefit us, but I'm still glad you're paying attention and hanging with me. Uh, again, coming back to New York for a little visit has been wonderful so far. I appreciate everybody. If you see me at a show or you see me around town at some kind of event or something, Give me a, a fist bump. Give me a pound, yo. If you're from here, give me a hug. I'll get out with you. I ain't scared. And uh, yeah, I appreciate all y'all. And as we say every week at this juncture of the show, it's a very tough time in the world. So take care of yourselves. Take care of each other and stay as metal as humanly possible. Have a good weekend. And I'll see you soon.